0: Welcome back to the NFFL Podcast! Home of football with no filler, or filler with very little football, something like that.
1: Happy post election day, bitches! <laughs>
0: That's right, it's Dr. Richard Headley and the Fresh Prince breaking down the airwaves and all the games for you. How you doing tonight, Fresh Prince?
1: Breaking down the airwaves by breaking wind. Yeah, it was almost as if I didn't even have to tell you to do that. So Diarrhea. <laughs> Okay,
0: now you're going a bit far.
1: That was that was
0: the, Guys, I've had a what? long week, and it's not just the <laughs> not just the time change. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I still
1: haven't even adjusted to that
0: yet. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, so in case anyone does not know, I was completely out of town last week. So, yes, I think I mentioned that on Ring. But yes, go spend a go spend five days in Fort Wayne, Indiana hearing people niggle about every single there was seriously one woman who come up to the mic in one session they're they're debating you know these different things about uh, They they wanted a, a, a some sort of loyalty pledge, or, or uh, some sort of pledge of people who are delegates would have to basically swear allegiance to staying in the conference to be delegates, blah blah blah. Some woman comes up and says, Bishop, in the official documentation, my middle initial is not listed, and it's always listed in official documentation. My middle initial is L. I want my middle initial in there. It's blah, 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 lovely, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) This is what I had to deal with for five days. And they wonder why
1: they don't get anything done.
0: This is why they spent $3 million on a three-day conference three years ago to do absolutely nothing that the entire world watched. (laughs) But That's neither here nor there. Let's talk football. Well, you know that's. I mean,
1: Amazon pays a lot more money to play football on Thursday nights. Uh, Oh,
0: well, they pretend to play football on Thursday nights most weeks. (laughs)
1: Jeff Bezos
0: is a bitch. Hey, yeah, that works. You suck. Anyway, uh, the NFL continues to be on crack this year, or meth. We said meth, right? No, nah, man,
1: I think we're all the way in the... like. I mean, we're talking, like, fentanyl and the whole thing, man. So. <laughs> Let's
0: just take a, a little stroll into the Fusco Zone.
1: This week in the Fusco Zone, we're going to take a look at the Baltimore by way of Indianapolis Colts.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. So if your head's been buried in the sand, which odds are one of our teams is, uh, the Colts decided to, after foisting failed quarterback after failed washed-up quarterback on Frank Reich since Andrew Luck retired abruptly before the season started... They let Frank go a week after letting their offensive coordinator go. And now it appears that a young hero has arisen and Jeff Saturday, who has never coached outside of the high school level, will be taking the field as head coach this fall or this week, (laughs) this fall.
1: (laughs) They're basically like, so you played with Peyton Manning, so you get it. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) According to Jim, uh, Jimmer say in his uh, introductory press conference, uh, uh, when speaking about Jeff, you want to bet against this guy? Put your money down, people. This is for eight games, hopefully more. (laughs) (laughs) He also said, (laughs) I've never hired a losing coach. It's right there in black and white.
1: And well, I tell you, I tell you one thing: it's not, it's not in black because he just hired white. Oh, <laughs> bypassing the Rooney rule. Oh, yeah, oh that's, some that's a big thing, some, yeah. Some, somebody, somebody. Uh, I hope they get called on the carpet for that because, I mean, I actually really like the Rooney rule um, in terms of just making things uh open and accessible to everybody
0: i'm sure they will every single article and talking head i've heard uh share about this this is that's been pretty much point number one ursay is talking about i'm glad he doesn't have nfl experience he said saturday lacks the fear that forces many of today's coaches to rely on analytics Apparently, Man, they've been trying thing. to get him to coach, like, the offensive line up before now, and he turned him down. But who can say no to coaching an entire NFL franchise?
1: No, that'd that be like you walking in and saying, hey, Dan, we have a Chuck E. Cheese that we think you be great at running. Um <laughs> It's like one of the only Chuck E. Cheese's left in existence, but we want, we think that, you know, you have the raw talent and, and you understand the history of Chuck E. Cheese that, uh, you know, kids, kids will come and play tokens and eat pizza. And it's like, no, I would never do that. <laughs>
0: Oh man, and it's uh even his former colleagues at ESPN are just shredding the decision and even him, it's just uh we're fortunate he was available. It wasn't offered to anyone else. I don't know what Chris Ballard and I would have done if he wasn't available, said Jim Irsay.
1: You know I would have preferred that they just would just steal Matt Canada from us. <laughs> That would that would be what I would prefer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, in the press conference, uh, Ballard said, "Y'all been kicking the shit out of me for not drafting wideouts, and now we're underperforming on the offensive line." (laughs) Uh, This this guy sounds like
1: like a certain political candidate that that uh, was on the stump the last couple of weeks. But anyways. Oh yeah.
0: Anyway, so, yes, the uh, oh, the Fusco Zone is full this week with the Colts. So, if you've got Colts on your roster, this might be the week to uh, try to trade them high. <laughs> yeah. I, Jason, uh, well, you know what?
1: Jason would still try to get, uh, like, a, a first round, second round, and a third round, and a fourth round. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you know, all things considered, uh, I think I think it's time to change Jason's name from Lance Manlove uh, to Executive White Privilege. <laughs> That—that's his new name because the way the way that he is uh, returning trade uh, inquiries back, uh, there's there's just a. it's just an air an air of an air of extraordinary whiteness (laughs) attached attached to his traits I'm I'm putting him on blast because I I uh, I inquired about both Jonathan Taylor and Kelsey and it took him like six days to respond number one And I texted him one time. I said, are you alive? And I got no response. So I figured, well, you must be dead. <laughs> so I, I was like, well, maybe I can get him for cheap. And then I get like a random text that says Kelsey's a one and a two. <laughs> and I was like, on what planet is Kelsey a one and a two? Mm-hmm. Like, not, not, not even like three or four years ago would he be worth a one and a two. A one, Maybe. <laughs> A two, probably is what he's worth now, but not a one and a two. So, <laughs> executive, executive white privilege, E W P, or if we re, re reconstitute those letters, P E W. So pew pew pew. If we can have if we can have a pew 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 sound, whenever we talk about Jason from now on, that'd be great.
0: I will work it into the uh, soundboard. <laughs> You know, like one of those little lasers. It's like pew,
1: pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I saw, you know, Ben Ben shared that screenshot that uh, apparently the asking price has gone up to a one, two, and a three. And uh, yeah. So uh, Jason, just, uh, just a little uh, statistical analysis here for you. I'll, g- I'll give you all this for free uh, from the office of league statistician Scotty Sweatman. Mm-hmm. Year to date this season. From, from the office of Sweaty's Balls. <laughs> from Sweaty's Balls. Year to date, Travis Kelsey's output is on par with wide receiver number five, Jalen Waddle. Okay, he's at wide receiver number five level. He doesn't touch running back number five, Christian McCaffrey, who is on his second team. He doesn't touch Joe Mixon, who's had one explosive game. Uh, Justin Jefferson, who has had at least two down games, still is outperformed Travis Kelsey this season. <laughs> and that's and that's
1: not even the mention that he's basically wide receiver one now.
0: <laughs> and uh, so to be asking a one two, three, or any combination of those three picks for what is effectively the equivalent of our fifth-ranked wide receiver. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't think you're going to get anyone going to bite on that hook there. But on a completely different note, uh, since I was out of town last week and I didn't get to uh, add my video uh, tie, Happy birthday! It's not quite a cameo, but happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> These strippergrams in the mail. Uh, I was gonna say, I did you uploaded the Google
1: Drive? Maybe you could share it with the team, Mario's. You know, so. Connor is on same. his way.
0: <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> if if you listen really close, <laughs> you might hear toxic. <laughs> I did not see that
1: coming. (laughs) Uh,
0: So let's uh let's leave the fusco zone and and look at uh we're talking about trades, so
1: let's let's put this in the rear view mirror and get
0: the hell out of here. Yeah, let's let's look uh, at one trade that actually did go through. You've been trade-raped. Did not trade-rape me, yes. okay? How many games have you seen Plaxico
1: Burris play this year?
0: I don't know, but the Giants have been doing... Uh,
1: answer is zero, because the guy is in jail for two years, you moron. He told me that wasn't Plaxico okay. Burris. How did you not hear about this? You I heard the top about it. I didn't think it
0: was that guy. That's him. <laughs> You're such an idiot. From the mouth of babes. No. You're so stupid. <laughs> So let's talk about the one trade that actually did go through this week. Uh, we got- should, should figure out how to like dub over the names. <laughs> oh, that's not hard to do at all. <laughs> I just didn't have time. <laughs> yep. Uh, so this week we did have one trade go through. Uh, Ninja Panthers sent Gabe Davis on over to Flutie Flakes in exchange for Dontrell Hilliard and Chase Claypool. Danny, what do you think about this trade? Ninja Panthers, what the hell are you doing? Don't no, I'm back. asking I'm asking you I'm
1: asking you now as a friend. Like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> we might have to have a fireside chat. Next man next next man I gotta I gotta I gotta talk to you. So A little kumbaya moment. Yeah, they'll come to Jesus. What the hell, What the hell is this on? Flutie flakes. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> come on, people. Trade Trade people worth trading. Make some moves. <laughs> take some chances. I know Chuck is probably saying under his breath, "Well, Danny won't trade me." <laughs> Stephon Diggs. <laughs> and I'm like well guess what I already told you Stefan Diggs is off limits so li- leave him be leave him alone there's nothing that you can offer me that's gonna replace him on my roster he's top <laughs> top five wide receiver I, I'm not getting rid of him again
0: ah uh, yes and Ben I'm not fire selling I'm still in it <laughs> what about a special dance from Bizzle will that sweeten the pot I've already seen all the dances Bizzle has, and none of them. Would,
1: none of them would cause me to want to trade away my n- number one wide receiver. Sorry, but speaking of toxic, this trade is toxic. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the uh, the stamp of disapproval on this one. Stamp of disapproval.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, uh yeah, it's lateral best for me. Uh, the only one I really—I mean, Gabe's had two spike games. Uh, it's uh, it's big boom, low floor. Chase might get some real work because Justin likes to fling that ball deep in Chicago, but eh, pretty lateral to me. But. Other than that, uh, you guys, we got until November 19th, so it's the 9th as we're recording. We got 10 days left to make some trades happen. Uh, Ben really wants some action, so flood his inbox with trade requests or proposals. Unless you're Jason, in which case, just flood him with the same request over and over and over again. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Let's look back. At last week's matchups, if I can find the right uh, Ooh, uh, sound. <laughs> That's a, there it is. There we Ooh, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pull anything. Oh, I already did. It's getting faster.
1: all right uh, speaking of pulling something i pulled uh my back muscle today i was in shop and save yeah and i i, I had to sneeze <laughs> i was just and, gonna
0: uh, ask if you sneezed
1: <laughs> dude i totally like you, you ever remember when like sammy sosa threw his back out when he sneezed oh uh, i don't but <laughs> that happened that happened to me today i was like I sneeze, like I really sneezed, and like my b- whole body tensed up. Oh wow! And then my, my, my my lower back was like.
0: Pah. Oh man! I, I almost I almost took a dive in the shower, save man. Mm. Well, you're getting old. You're only as young as you feel, and I don't think you feel that young today, do you? <laughs> no, man. I feel like an old ass man. <laughs> Well, uh, let's make you feel a little older by uh, breaking our first matchup, the interconference matchup between yours truly, Night Shift, and yours other truly, Bear Boondas Nightmare. Oh, get the hell out of here. Oh, we're getting fast we're ripping this bandit off. Oh, oh fa- you, you shut all the, all, all the hell away. Oh, fuck you. Fa- fast, fast, fast,
1: fast, fast forward this shit. You know, this, I, I, demand, I demand a recount. And uh I, I'm pretty sure you were at the January
0: sixth thing down in DC. You so. suck <laughs> Now, uh, night shift did win this one one seventy point fifty six to one fifty three point fifty seven. That's just Cur- shy of seventeen point difference. Oh, shut up, shut up! Correction: Justin Fields won
1: this game. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't care who did it. I just anyway, I just care that it's ju- a win.
1: <laughs> ju- Justin Fields, he he put the night shift.
0: On his shoulders, and, and uh, you know, very much, yeah. I will take it. There is a frame picture of him on my wall down here in my office that I'm putting a little halo over. Oh, it's a little light right there? Because this might be my only win this season. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to do that. I-, I, I sat down looking at my roster. 24 slots on my roster. I have two guys left from my draft.
1: When I saw the projections for this game, I was like, you know, I probably don't even really have to watch football this weekend. I'll probably beat Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Little did I know. I want to know what the hell is going on.
0: (laughs) You you stole something. You stole the magic from Rob Green is what you did. I did. I, I went over and I rubbed his belly. I got a little San Diego 8 magic for the week. (laughs) Yeah, you you did a little San Diego uh, Magic 8 ball, is what you did. Mm hmm yep I might have to try to do this this week too shake uh, shake 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 that's yeah right op- it looks optimistic <laughs> <laughs> well let's talk about Justin uh, 17 for 123 three touchdowns on the ground 178 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown and a two-point conversion uh, I mean there's there's no shame in his game you know plug and play off the off the waivers uh, good enough for night shift for uh, number seven offense on the week, number six defense on the week. So that was nice to get off off the uh, downside of the league on defense for the week, finally. Uh, overall, number five on the week. Bear Boonda number eight offense on the week. Defense, number seven on the week. Overall, number nine on the week. Uh, any other thoughts on this game before we move on, Danny, or shall I continue to gloat? I mean, you can gloat all you want, man. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> that whoever, uh,
1: whoever, whoever gets this man with the pierce, dude, uh, show
0: him, show him no quarter. Uh, hey Rob, remember that trade I uh, mentioned to you? Let's talk afterwards. <laughs> I think, I think
1: if somebody gets you with the pierce, what they should, what you should have to do, is make a twelve month fireman style calendar, <laughs> where it's like you. A, you know, <laughs> every 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 month you're doing a different pose for a calendar, mm. and uh, you know they're scantily clad. Well, that could be a fun photo shoot. Why are you
0: posing in every single month? That'd be that'd be fantastic. That's right. That'd be right. That'd be on brand. Well, anyway, let's move on to matchup number two. Also an interconference matchup. Ninja Panthers visiting RosterGuard 99. RosterGuard put a little pacing on Ninja Panthers, halting a win streak. 214.32 to 168 even. That's forty six point thirty-two point difference. Uh Devonte Adams' first half and Joe Mixon's game both caught my eye on this one. Devontae went ten for one forty six with two touchdowns in the first half. He went one target or one reception for zero yards in the second half. Yeah, he basically <laughs> fell into the fusco he <laughs> fell into the fusco zone of what happened. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. As as the Raiders have done like three times this year. They're almost as bad as the Penguins are. If they lose to the Colts this season, I think, uh, McDaniel's getting fired. (laughs) Uh, and Joe Mixon uh, mentioned him briefly already. 153 yards on the ground, four touchdowns, four receptions for another 58 yards, and a touchdown through the air. More than two times of his entire season's worth of touchdowns. This gave Roster Guard 99 the number one offense on of the week and the number nine defense on the week. Good for number one overall. I mean, come on. And the Ninja Panthers, uh, number ten offense on of the week, but they did have the number. Three defense, good for number seven overall. What else stuck to you out to you about this matchup there, Fresh Prince?
1: Well, I mean, it looks like um, Ninja Panthers could have really used that Gabriel Davis trade back. <laughs> Maybe that would have helped him eclipse that 46-point spread. But no, I mean, any time when Joe Mixon goes ham... <laughs> And I mean four fucking touchdowns, like come, on. like really, just <laughs> on the ground, and then an additional one. <laughs> and, like uh,
0: uh-huh. Jamar,
1: Jamar, Jamar Chase. You know, probably was sitting there like, man, I'm, I'm missing out on, on my bonus check because this dude's taking all touchdowns.
0: I but Joe Mixon was only a point and a half under what Justin Fields did. I mean. <laughs> I, but I would say what Justin Fields was, was, did
1: was more impressive because oh, yes. of, his, of his position on the field. So, um, no, nah, man. I mean, that was like if you needed a big game, there was your big game. There you go. And now, <laughs> now by 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 contrast, by contrast, had Ninja Panthers played you, the margin would have been only two and two and a half. Hmm.
0: I'll take it. Still though. <laughs> Uh, they already beat me once this season. I'm not looking forward to the rematch. Well, let's move on to what turned out to be the worst boring game of the week. Our toilet bowl game of the week it was so dull. Because Jim Kelly Hates Cancer fell to a 65-point difference. I don't think one player on their team bothered to show up. 180-36 to one fifteen thirty-six, And this was the largest margin of victory. Can of whoop-ass victory to Awful Waffles. Happy birthday to you. I guess that was uh, Chuck's birthday present to you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, just laying down and taking it. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, Dallas Goddard, eight for 100 yards even and a touchdown. uh, Helping Awful Waffles to their number six offensive on the week, number four defense, number four team overall. Jim Kelly, oh. Setting the pace for E Town with a number eleven offense and the number eleven defense. Number twelve team overall. Worst team on the week. Unfamiliar territory for JKHC. It really is. I I, I did not expect that this week. <laughs> Anything else from this game you want to mention? High points, low points. Ah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Matthias is, uh clearly had the birthday mojo. I think there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's interesting uh, is, you know, it's very hard to score under 120. So I'd have to go back and actually look at Jim Kelly's roster to see if it was just underperformance or matchups or what. But to be down in the the one teens so that's
0: pretty rough yeah I mean I've only dropped below 120 once a season so I mean that's that takes some talent this year but anyway yeah, so, may, so maybe he's <laughs> taking a page out of the old Colts handbook there maybe maybe are you trying out a new offensive coordinator this week Chuck T- T- <laughs> T- Chuck is tanking tanking for Stefan Diggs aren't you <laughs> All right, let's move on to matchup (laughs) number four. E-Town Asian visiting Flutie Flakes. Flutie Flakes won 168.10 to 144.84. That's a 23.26 point difference. And I want to point this out. This was a rough town for the citizens of E-Town because... Etown Asian might have had the number five offense of the week, but, hey, they had the worst defense of the week. So we got Chuck and Josh with the two worst defenses on the week. Between the two of them, I believe they scored just over 50 points. Or maybe it was Ooh. just between the two of them, each of them only uh, – let me see. Let me bring up their stats here. Uh, defensively, Yeah. If you combine them, Jim Kelly Hates Cancer put up less than 30 points, 29.20. And E-Town, Josh, put up 27.40. So you're talking like 56, less than 57 points between the two of them. So if we were to put their
1: teams together and they, we called it Jim Kelly Hates E-Town, <laughs> they, their collective defense... Would be the same as, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, like Chartiers Valley High School's defense? <laughs> <There's>
0: <laughs> <them>. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Flutie Flakes had the number two offense on the week and the number 10 defense, so not much better defensively, but good enough for number six and the victory i liked what i saw out of travis etn jr this week 109 on the ground with two touchdowns a couple of catches for 17 yards what did you see in this that you liked well i mean real
1: quick just to kind of pull another one of these if somebody else played somebody else things if flutie had played the panthers we would have had a margin of victory of
0: 0. 0.1 yes we so, would
1: have uh, <laughs> so a 10th of a 10th of a point margin of victory there and what would have been funny is that they basically would have traded offense you know worst kind of worse on the uh, top on the top versus the bottom versus the defense top versus the bottom Overall six, overall seven. So uh, (laughs) I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, I think, um, like, once again, uh, E Town is stacked. I'm not sure why he's not putting up more points, but I guess that's just how it goes.
0: That's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Our next.
1: Or just how the fluties flakes right
0: something like that pour some beer on them our next game is the game of the week and i don't remember which one there it is, that is uh,
1: loud. Uh, uh, it. i don't have any snare in my headphones
0: This was Gridiron Mafia taking on Lance Manlove, also known as Executive White Privilege. (laughs) Gridiron Mafia wins this one 209.72 to 199.70. That's just a 10.02 point margin of victory. Uh, Gridiron Mafia for their side, number three offense, number one defense, good for number two overall. Lance Manlove, number four offense, number two defense, good for number three overall. There's a lot to like in this game, but I want to shout out Matthew Judon. Six tackles total, two Immersus, and three out of the Patriots' nine sacks of the Colts. I like defense, so sue me. Danny, what'd you like in this game? I mean, that's bonkers that they had so many sacks. Well, it was Sam uh, early, good jerk.
1: Yeah, I guess it was. Well, it was a uh, a pre a pre Jeff Saturday coach team, so I'm pretty sure if Jeff Saturday had been coach at that point, they would not have had nine sacks. That's right. But their
0: their offensive line would have been so good that they would have prevented all sacks for the next six weeks.
1: They would have been as impenetrable as the McKee girls first floor lounge. There you go. So <laughs> <laughs> um or or the, the, the blessed the blessed foyer of the Fern Cliffa. So mm-hmm. um so two oh nine to one ninety nine I think um Mafia continues to impress. Uh, he continues to prove that you don't need to be at the draft to be a winner. Um, yep. So, you know, I don't know if that'll translate into other people just not showing up to the draft. But <laughs> I,
0: he's on a hot streak—five wins straight. Number one in the league, highest points for he's on the he's on the fast track for the Memorial Award and uh he had sent me a, a
1: trade offer or something earlier this week <laughs> and uh, i had to for digs and i said no we're not doing that and uh i uh i said hey sorry about the phillies so
0: <laughs> i'm not sorry about the phillies i could only deal with so many issues this year i didn't want another economic collapse <laughs> i am tell you it's coming uh. It's well. coming even <laughs> though they even though they lost it's coming anyways. Oh man. Well let's move on to our last game that was also an interconference matchup. San Diego eight Taking their sunshine to Johnny Fuckett. Wasn't enough. Johnny Fuckett won 161.96 to 126.92. I believe this was uh, Ben's first win in a month. Uh, 35.04 point difference for their margin of victory. San Diego 8 had the last place offense this week, but the number 8 defense, good enough for number 11 on the week and Johnny Fuckett had the number 9 offense and the number 5 defense good enough for number 8 and the win. I like Tyreek Hill's performance. Uh, I guess leaving Kansas City really was not a bad move for him. I would <laughs> not, not <dope. laughs> I did not expect this kind of performance with Tua throwing him in the ball this year after the preseason. 7 for and 143 in Tutty. <laughs> they made so
1: much about like could even to even throw it far enough mm-hmm.
0: so that the cheetah could run underneath it i know i saw those throws it was like he was catching punt returns some of them so i'm like oh, and yet here he sits the number one ride receiver on the season so far
1: yeah and you know what he i should have kept him and i didn't so yep. that's that one's on me <laughs> and it wasn't because i didn't think he was talented it was simply because i was trying to play our game the way that we play our game instead of playing it the way i should have yeah yep.
0: <laughs> so, in the words of uh oh, what's his face <laughs> you played yourself
1: well, <laughs> say the words first and then i'll tell you who it is
0: that that was it you played yourself
1: who did I play myself as?
0: No, no, no. That's that's the words you played yourself. Oh,
1: I was like, I didn't play myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you tried to play the game instead of playing your game. That's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, sure, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, and, and that's the so you, you what you what she should say is,
0: and that's at this point, this is where he fucked up. <laughs> that's right (laughs) is there anything else in this game you want to point out
1: no I mean JFK took it to San Diego 8 made him look more like San Diego 4 cut him in half um, Mm -hmm. stuck him in the you you know where and you know uh Rob, Rob continues to struggle against everybody but me so <laughs> let's see there how you that go.
0: <laughs> You got any more Amazing. games against Rob this season?
1: <laughs> I sure as hell hope
0: not. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh Bear Bunda's Nightmare. Yeah, you doing game 12, week 12. That's your next oh, rivalry shit. week. <laughs> mm-hmm. God damn it uh, well let's move on and check out our uh studs of the week. I think I want a new li- I want a new rival. <laughs> you can petition the league office in the off season <laughs> I think we should do it like uh they do it in the soccer premier leagues. This is football, not soccer. <laughs> Bring it bring it to the uh the winter meetings. <laughs> oh, you bet <better>, I will. <laughs> all right. So let's uh let's look at some of our top performers on the offense and defensive sides. Uh let's look at the top five quarterbacks. And just uh just for fun, except for the kickers, all of our offensive studs this week are on teams either played or on the bench. So that might be a first for us. Kyler Murray, number five, thirty-two points. Even Geno Smith, number four, just over thirty-two point thirty points. Continues to, a, to, to defy all odds. Oh, I know. And this was actually, I believe, an off week for him. He's he's kind of on a on a a lull right now. Number three, Tua Tungavailua. 34.54 points for E-Town uh, yeah I did I failed to mention E-Town had number 5 Kyler Murray Flutie Flakes says Gino Patrick Mahomes was number 2 48.72 points for Gridiron Mafia and Justin Fields 54.76 points for Night Shift coming in the top 5 for running backs Derek Henry at number 5 23.5 points for E-Town Kenyan Drake at number 4. That just does Based not out. seem right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying like where all of a sudden I
1: mean, he was in Miami, right? And then where was he before Miami?
0: Uh, I don't remember. I'd have to bring up his profile. <laughs> oh, man. Um well, let's see. We we got all uh, the time in the world here. Let's look up where Kenyon Drake's uh, past records are. Kenyon, Drake. I think he was in
1: the very. He was in the very least. He was a uh, a Miami Dolphin.
0: Yes, I believe he was at one point. Uh, Kenyon Drake, prior to playing in Buffalo, was with uh, he, he, prior to Baltimore. He was with the Raiders in 2021, Arizona in 2020 and 2019, and he started the league in Miami for the first four years, 2016
1: on. He's basically the Geno Smith
0: of running backs right now. Yes, he is. (laughs) But he's on Lance Manlove's roster. He was number four this week, just shy of 24 points. Travis Etienne Jr., 25.60 points for Flutie Flakes. Kenneth Walker III, that rookie stud in Seattle, 26.40 points for Jim Kelly Hates Cancer. About the only stand-up for your roster this week, Joe Mixon, number one, 53.10 points for roster guard 99. Top wide receivers, Mecole Hardman. On his own hot streak, 18.30 points for Gridiron Mafia. By the way, you're welcome, Gridiron, because he started his hot streak when he played me three weeks ago. (laughs) He was on my team at one point, so what the hell? (laughs) I believe my words when I read about his performance were, What the fuck? And it was captured here. (laughs) Justin Jefferson, number four, 22 points even for E Town. Cooper Cup number 3, 22.80 points for Awful Waffles. Tyreek Hill, 23.80 points for Johnny Fuckett. And Devonte Adams, one half of gameplay is good for top wide receiver this week for 31.60 points for Roster Guard 99. Now, Danny, shall we play guess that top tight end? Oh, man, could I ever. <laughs> alright let's see if I can find my theme song my my game show there we go hey there we go let's play top 5 tight ends it's everyone's favorite game show I'm going to give you 6 guesses to guess our top 5 tight ends on the week I'll give you your first big giveaway Friarmouth is not one of them the moose is Luth. that really narrows it down for me (laughs) all right so we got five tight ends you got six guesses who's on this list dallas goddard he is number one where is my positive there we go number one 20 points even for awful waffles uh the jawan guy from new orleans uh, yeah, Juwan. What's his name? No, did not make the list. Really? No. A he did have a touchdown, but he didn't make the list. Juwan. Uh, let me see. Let me bring up his actual stat line. That was. That was just. Freaky the way that he scored his touchdown, too. He missed out on the list by a little over uh, a little under a point and a half. Nah, John Johnson, yeah, Johnson.
1: <laughs> that's right. Uh, Dawson Knox, Fox, and Sox. It's not on the list. I have a feeling this would be a bad week. <laughs> Um, Kittle was on the bye week. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst.
0: Two two of these remaining four names are actually pretty recognizable tight end names. Oh, I'm sure they would be. Let's go with Mark Andrews just for... Mark Andrews didn't even play this week. He was out with an injury. Oh, right. I, I, I knew that. Did Johnny <laughs> know that? Uh, I think so. I think he swapped someone out. So he actually, remember we
1: had speculated that he may not do that.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> got, got one guess left to get a one, one, uh, second tight end on the list. <laughs> Uh, let's go with Noah Fant. Nope. <laughs> All right, you better tell me who these dudes are, Danny. Number two is Cole Komet with 19 and a half points. Um, I would have never guessed that. Night shift. Travis Kelsey, number three, 17 I points. Trying, I was trying to, not to be <laughs> so obvious. I told you two of the names are well-known tight ends. Lance Manlove. Cade Otten, Ninja Panthers with just over 15 points.
1: He's at Tampa Bay.
0: Yep. And Zach Ertz with 12.5 points for San Diego 8. Ah oh, man. Good thing there's not cash on this game. <laughs> nope that just just like uh, political polls I couldn't guess them for shit. So Scott, if you're listening, we can add a stat to the sheet for how many times our uh, our co hosts get uh, our, our our games right. Uh, this is one for five for this week for Fresh Prince here.
1: And you know what I think? Last time I got them all.
0: I think you did.
1: <laughs> so you know,
0: whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Top kickers: Nick Folk, number one for Gridiron Mafia, seventeen points. Even Ryan. Hold on, hold on. I got this one. Okay. Is Dicker the kicker?
1: <laughs> Dicker the kicker. <laughs> he plays for San Diego. Andy. did you know this I San Diego's San Diego's new kicker is named Dicker
0: uh the one they just signed just before the game on Sunday <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah 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 he actually kicked he kicked the game winner uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's on this list though. <laughs> Is now <laughs> <laughs> Ryan suck up number two with 12 points tonight. Shift uh, number three and number four, not on anyone's squads. Riley Patterson with 11 and Greg Zerline with 10. And Justin Mother Tucker with 10 with Johnny Fuckett <laughs> on the defensive side. Top DBs Kirby Joseph 27 points and a free agent. Damar Hamlin now. I when I say free agent, some of y'all might have already gone into the uh, waiver wire, so I don't bother going to look from the time Scott gets these stats done to when I record. So whatever. Yep. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of saying like, "There's no middle initial for my name." <laughs> I don't know who was going to complain about what. I just want to get that out there. You never know what Pew Pew is going to say. Damar Hamlin, 22 points to Flutie Flakes. Richie Grant, 19.80 points to Night Shift. Jonathan Jones, 19.60 points and a free agent. And Roger McCreary, 18.20 points, also a free agent. Defensive line, Javon Hargrave, 28.40 points in Thursday night. Couple of sacks. Night shift was not on my team. I picked him up on Thursday night when I saw how well he was doing. Daniil Hunter, 20.80 points to Awful Waffles. Jerry Hughes, it's a name you don't often get to hear, 19.20 points in free agent. Scott's favorite defensive lineman of all time, Quiddy Payne. 18 points and a free agent. Danico Autry, 16.80 points and on Johnny Fuckett's roster. And our top two linebackers are both free agents. Josh Yuki, Yuki, U C H E. However you want to pronounce that. I don't know. 26.80 points and Justin Houston, 26 points. Even Matthew Judon, 26 points. Even gridiron mafia comes in at number three. Zayvon Collins, 21.80 points for Lance Manlove. And Bobby Wagner rounds out all of our top defenders at 21.80 points on Awful Waffles' roster.
1: Didn't Bobby Wagner block a kick this week?
0: He very well may have. um, Let me bring up his... I, I don't even... Uh, let's see. But he's an awful, awful squad. So, I thought I saw him like jump over the line on a video or something. You very well, may have. Um, <laughs> uh, let's bring up his uh, bring up his stat line here. Uh, yeah, he did block a kick. There it is. That's five points right there. <laughs> So there you go. It doesn't happen happen very often. It (laughs) doesn't, but it's a beautiful thing when it does. So those are your studs of the week. Let's move into our poopers of the the week. All right. So uh, we got some offensive poopers. We got some defensive poofers. Poofers? Poopers. <laughs> yep. Poop pie. Poop pie. Poop, poop <laughs> so, shall we dispense with the feces? Yeah, I think we, we need a novelty party song, is what we need. Ah, uh, yes, yes. A little novelty party song. How about this one? At moon
1: on the sabbath
0: this is scary
1: break it down i was freaking late
0: oh, my,
1: right, so, on my half toll all right so let's see let's start off with I paris sub, right? with i don't have enough I, uh school son, points
0: Tamir <laughs> flipped me the bird. Goose. Evan
1: Enneagram. The song's a little distracting. <laughs> I know. I'm actually I'm I'm more into the song than I am the boopers. Okay. I'm gonna pause the song. <laughs> Actually, I I, I wouldn't mind continuing it. I was working late on my hot door when I heard a
0: knock on my bedroom door. For anyone who wants to hear the song in its entirety, it's Werewolf Bar Mitzvah by Tracy Jordan.
1: Really, Tracy Morgan from 30 Rock. It's a novelty
0: party song. Uh, Let's see. Where else we got? Oh, yeah. Khalil, Filbert, more return yards than rushing yards. And you know what? That I mean,
1: he is. He has as a backup running back, mm-hmm. or change of pace back.
0: There's no defending he has, the poopers, man. They poop. He has. <laughs> nah, dude. Nah, dude. Khalil,
1: Khalil, Leo sure Sherbet, that's what I call him, Sherbet. Sure He's a Sherbet.
0: Sure um, all right, well. Chase dropped Chase... the kids off of the pool. No,
1: no. <laughs> that was mine. You're, Chase you're... dropped
0: the clay Chase, <laughs> Chase dropped the clay brick in the pool. <laughs> Uh, don't tell mom the Hilliards are here. Yeah. The, the,
1: <laughs> Don Trell, the, don't Don tell mom the is dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. The fresh prince of Edwards Zelaire. <laughs> DJ more poop. Caleb
0: Hunt Lee. <laughs> Taysom Brown eyed Hill. Yeah, that was disappointing. Just and Caleb Hunt. <laughs> Lee wasn't.
1: Yeah, I wasn't. I really couldn't come up with anything for him. Um, uh, Deonta want to be the foreman of the project. <laughs> Michael Poopman Jr. Um, Gabe Davis, who just got traded to Foodie Face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad I got rid of him. <laughs> uh, Devin, uh, man, we had him last week, Devin Duvernay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I likened him to Rebecca de Mornay from The Three Musketeers from mm. the 90s. <laughs> uh, just Shits Hill.
0: Um, Devonta, not quite Deonta. <laughs> we, we had Drake London last time, too, where I said, Drake, stay in London. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh Demarcus
1: line of uh, Markation Robinson?
0: <laughs> uh, Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie. God, Dustin. Dude, that was terrible. None of these are uh, good. <laughs>
1: David Montblanc Pen, Gomer
0: <laughs> And you're accusing me of having bad ones did, uh, did the, poop, the poop was your poop Tyler hide and go pee pee
1: There you go uh, There it is, he had a goose, don't forget the goose That's right <laughs> uh, Naeem Hines Ketchup all over my pants.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I felt really bad putting this one in here, but he did. So, Alvin, you pooped, Camara. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So, explain to me how I can come up with a good one here. Marquez Valdez Scatling.
0: Like but, what? Like oh, that was easy. It's Marquez Valdez Scatling because scat is animal shit.
1: Didn't know that.
0: Now you do. <laughs> uh,
1: Mark Marquez validates parking. How about that?
0: That one works too. <laughs> so those are your offensive poopers. Let's look at the defense and special teams poopers. With Nick Bolton, the door, it smells in here.
1: I was going to say, how, how am I supposed to live without you? Nick Bolton. Um, <laughs> Bradley's got a chub for San Diego
0: 8. Jake Smelliot. <laughs> uh, Trayvon Walker, Texas Ranger. Sam Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard, but no toilet paper was there. Mike Edwards, Johnny's cousin. Frankie Poo Poo.
1: <laughs> Frankie Lou, yeah. Um Michael Badgley Needs a hysterectomy
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Okay then <laughs> That's That's some bold accusation There <laughs> Just saying all right. Jonathan Went down the Allen And died <laughs> uh, It's all
1: Grady Jarrett <laughs> Eddie Pucnero.
0: <laughs> and there it's Robert Quinn, deuce. <laughs> yes, with a capital O. Oh. And Schmon von Bell. These are your poopers <laughs> of the week.
1: Oh, dude, these, these, these are. These are- If there was ever an episode that was just kind of phoned in, here it is.
0: This this is it. This, this is it with the boopers especially. <laughs> if, you're, if you're still with us, God bless you. <laughs> and more power to you because... <laughs> oh, you have been kicked. In the testicles. Oh, Oh, what fresh hell is this? So let's, uh, before we uh, look ahead at week 10, uh, Danny and I thought it might be a good idea to kind of look ahead at the previews, uh, at the playoffs, the previews. No, I'm not tired. (laughs) Playoffs? I I don't have that on my soundboard anymore. But uh, yeah, we thought we'd look ahead at the playoffs, do a little forecasting, and see uh, who we think is in, who's out, uh, if there's any moves to be made that we think should happen. Uh, So Danny, I'm going to turn the mic over to you and see uh, what kind of prognostication you got, and I'll chime in. Well, let's just start one division
1: over the next. No, I feel like Jim Kelly hates cancer, Flutie Flakes, roster guard, and a surprise surge from E-Town. E-Town is going to leapfrog both San Diego 8 and myself. He's going to go on like a four or five game win streak, I think. And uh, both uh, myself and San Diego 8 are going to tank. Tanking for two uh, is what I say.
0: <laughs> now, for E-Town, that would require, uh, we've got 10, 11, 12, weeks. we've got five weeks left in the regular season. E-Town's schedule remaining is Ninja Panthers, Roster Guard, Jim Kelly Hates Cancer, you, and San Diego 8. I'm just saying, eh, there's the two of mm-hmm. us right there to knock us. So, like I
1: said, E-Town Leapfrog. Mm-hmm. He just has too many people on his roster not to get hot right now. Mm -hmm. E-Town, so hot right now. So hot right
0: now. Hotter than Hansel.
1: Hotter than San Diego 8. Oh, that's fighting words. (laughs) (laughs) And then in the other division, I got Gridiron. Um... I think that Awful Waffles will continue to win. Johnny uh, F. will win. And Ninja Panthers will keep it moving. Both Man Love and the Night Shift will kind of... Uh, you're just going to miss it. So,
0: I, I can't argue that point at all. I've, I've got the same four from Sparcy making it in.
1: So the, the lottery is going to be... Myself eight, man, love, and the
0: shift. That's right. Now, do you uh, do, in your prognostications? Who do you prognosticate uh, taking the Pierce? Because as it stands right now, yes, I'm just I'm just uh, we got five weeks left. As it stands I right really, now, I am at one and eight. We've got E yeah. Town and Lance Manlove both at two and seven. And then we've got San Diego 8 at 3 and 6. but you, I, really, I really want Man Love to get the, the, the Pierce. <laughs> that would be an historic fall to go from uh, Phyllis to Pierce in the span of, two what, two seasons? No, nah, man. No, this I, would be uh, one season, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, basically one season.
0: This would be the span of one season, yes. Wow. Okay guys. I want to work some trades to make this happen. <laughs> well, don't don't
1: make you can't make the trades with Jason, obviously.
0: Obviously. But there are ten other teams in the league. <laughs> right, hey, we're all tanking for Jason to get the case. Let's do it pollution <laughs> anyway oh, cool. Let's not okay talk so about anyway anyway um but back back to the matter at hand so we, we both we're both kind of on the same on the same page there uh i i, I didn't really prognosticate uh, telnets uh, in the same way but um but yeah i i can i can get on board with your prognostication there What kind of moves do you see that could make, could send someone over the top here? I think
1: somebody needs to land a top five wide receiver. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have, if you don't have one, um, you need to get one. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I think somebody needs to make a run at Tyreek Hill. That would be what I would do. Mm Mm-hmm throw the kitchen sink at him and uh, see what you
0: can get. And That's what I would do. Yeah. So, someone, Ben wants, Ben wants trades. So someone, someone, the Fresh Prince says someone make a run at Ben for Tyreek. Heard of here first. A heard of here first. Would you offer a one and a two? <laughs> uh, who, me? <laughs> Well, give us give us, give us, give us a, a, a fantasy... Give us a fantasy... We'll do pretend here. If you were in the market for Tyreek, what would you view as a fair market trade for Tyreek?
1: Well, I mean, he's clearly a one. And then I guess there, you... In order to give him more, you'd have to package it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um... He's a minimum of like a one and a four. I would do
0: a one and a four, yeah.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: All right. There you go. There's some advice from Danny on how to get that uh, that Tyreek on your roster. Any other moves you think you see that could be uh, beneficial to someone trying to win it all this year?
1: I think Chuck needs to just give me his whole team. That's what he needs to do. Chuck needs to just abandon ship and just change ownership. And uh, I'll sell my team to uh, just like the Washington Commanders, I'll just sell it.
0: <laughs> All right, now give me your quick and dirty final four
1: uh, Flutie, Gridiron,
0: Waffles, Roster Guard. Oh, you don't even have Jim Kelly making it to the final four.
1: I told you he needs to abandon ship. Give me all his people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think I just think Kelly has benefited a lot from some some pretty ugly scheduling. So mm. yeah. That, when you look at uh... when you look at who's putting up points, I mean. um so but hey, the 3 year old's crying so we got to keep it moving here all
0: right well all we got left is our, proje- our our games so let's let's blow through those and we'll be done yep. all right so let us look ahead at week what are we at 10 Let's look ahead at these week 10 games. I'm going to take three. Danny's going to take three. I'm going to take the odds. Danny's going to take the evens. And we're just going to go blow through these really quickly. I'm going to take the first interconference matchup. It's number five, Awful Waffles at five and four, taking on number eight, Bear Bunda's Nightmare, the mirror at four and five. Um, and you can tell that I definitely did not have all of these worked out in my document because I have XX projected victor by XX.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I can, I'll tell you right now,
0: it's it's Matthias by 20. Yes. Uh, Matthias is currently projected to win 211 to 188. Um, Big plays uh, for Awful Waffles. I like Jalen Hurts. I like uh, CMC. I see both of them turning into big days in their matchups. I like Cordero Patterson, and I like Lockjaw for Bear Boondas. Now You might not know who, Bear, who Lockjaw is, but that's Terrence Marshall Jr. That's TMJ for Carolina he's come on the last two weeks and he's playing Thursday night against Atlanta who he put up double digit points two weeks ago against Atlanta. They're playing Thursday on a short week. They're going to have to fling it. So I like TMJ. I'm calling him Lockjaw. Um, bad plays. I don't like Dalvin cooks matchup against Buffalo for awful waffles. He's not, Uh, the Vikings haven't run well against tough run defenses. And Dalvin has only had a couple of really spike games all season. I don't really feel horrible about trading him away. Like I do trading away. Austin, (laughs) um, And for Bear Boondah, I, I I am concerned about Josh Allen. He's legitimately 50-50 nursing that sprained elbow. And if he doesn't play that, even if he does play with a hurt elbow, that hurts Stefan Diggs some. But especially if he doesn't play, that's definitely going to put a cap on what Stefan can do. Um I do see George Pickens potentially going off. Uh, Steelers adding by subtraction for his production. No more uh, wide receiver number three to fight with. So it's him and Deontay with a little bit of tight end action in there. I do see Offa Waffles winning, though. Yeah, me too. All right. So let's move on to matchup number two. We got San Diego 8, number 9, at 3 and 6. Going on to number 2, Jim Kelly Hates Cancer at 7 and 2. Currently, as we record, Jim Kelly Hates Cancer is actually projected to lose by about, what, 14 points. Yeah, this is my projected big upset of
1: the week. I think the Rob... Uh, Curse is going to also strike the chuck um, so look for San Diego 8 to make good on his double digit
0: uh, margin <laughs> alright yeah I, I would not be surprised to see Rob pull this out either um, so I'm going to side with you on that one so let's move on to matchup number 3 Number six, Johnny it at five and four. Going on to face number three, Flutie Flakes at six and three. This one has currently Flutie Flakes uh, projected to win by 30 points. Uh, big plays for Johnny. I really like the wide receivers. He's trotting out Tyreek, DK, even Deontay. It's rainy, but it's at home against New Orleans, so... Uh, he can run, too. Uh, for Flutie Flakes, I, I really want to see what Greg Dulcich can do. The D. Give him the D. And Amon St. Brown against Chicago with their— <laughs> I still don't understand why Chicago trade away their top two defenders. But give— uh, get, Give Amon-Ra all the balls because he doesn't have a whole lot of competition to catch anything right now. So give Amonra all those balls. Uh, the downside, I don't like Johnny's running backs. David Montgomery with, uh, I mean, on paper, he can get a lot of play and he might. But with what Justin Fields can do with his legs, he very well could be erased. Miles Sanders against Washington. Washington's a tougher running game than you might expect. And I don't know. They've been mixing in the other running backs too. For Flutie Flakes, I normally like Damian Fierce. Yes, I called him Damien Fierce, but he's also nursing a couple of injuries, chest and shoulder, and has been limited this week. And he's going up against the Giants, who, well, they pretty much stop everyone who wants to run against them right now. Um, Surprise play. Austin Eckler doesn't get to do much against San Francisco, and uh, uh, even though Ben won for the first time in a month last week, he surprises, and I pick him Ben to win by a field goal. I got a kid with a pneumonia, so I got to run. All right, yeah, you go be dead. All right, see ya. See yeah. All right, you heard that there. The Fresh Prince had to go be a dad, take care of a kid with pneumonia. So let's look in on our next matchup. Night Shift, number 12, at 1 and 8, visiting (laughs) number 1. Gridiron Mafia at 8 and 1. Oh, fuck me. Sideways with a rusty hook. (laughs) Oh, yes. Currently projected to lose to Gridiron Mafia by about 24 points. Not as bad as could be. Uh, on the plus side. I like Justin Fields for for a night shift. Is there anything else to like for a night shift? (laughs) Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. could turn in another good day. And, uh, well, Cole Komet could be another bright spot with Justin Fields on the ball. For Gridiron Mafia, Patrick Mahomes against Jacksonville. Yeah, give me all the Pat Mahomes. Hopkins against the Rams. And, uh... Is there anything beyond that? Really, I, uh, You know what? Let's look at the, down, the downside, because here's where it really gets interesting. Daryl Henderson and James Conner really could wipe each other out, because neither one is running really well now, and both of them are running against rush defenses that will nix them. Fournette is only effective in the passing game right now. Drake London is pff, shit on a stick. Devonta Smith's going to have a good day. And Aaron Jones has been all but ineffective unless he's catching everything thrown his way. So, I mean, do you know he's only got one rushing touchdown on the year? But anyway, um, I, I just I can't pick myself to win. I'm going to give it to Gridiron. It'll be closer than it says on paper, but I'm giving it to Gridiron. Our next matchup is number seven, Ninja Panthers at five and four, taking on number 11, E-Town Asian at two and seven. And this game currently slated to have E-Town winning by about 11 points. On the plus side, well, I like Debo on uh, 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 uh i like debo for ninja panthers juju's been coming on pretty strong the last few weeks they seem to have finally found a good role they like to line them up mirroring uh travis kelsey a lot of the times they run mirror routes and then patrick just decides on one of them he seems to have found his home finally tony pollard is a good play for ninja panthers as long as he doesn't have to tote to rock the whole time and uh you know i i mentioned all right i like Claypool as a potential dark horse uh big glory play for etown to uh i mean come on he's going to be flinging that rock because they have no defense and he's got the top two wide receivers in the league so of course the jalen waddle stack with Tua, that's going to be big dividends. Olave is the only game in New Orleans and yeah, it's going to be a rainy day in Pittsburgh, but he'll still put up points. Justin Jefferson. Well, you know what? Let's look at the downside here. I'm not a fan of Kirk cousins at Buffalo in the rain uh, for Ninja Panthers. It just doesn't look like a good game to me on paper. And Curtis Samuel for Washington, he's boomer bust. And it's a Monday night at Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) DeAndre Swift, when your coach comes out and says we gave him one too many touches and he only had five touches in the game, that's not the recipe for a dependable back. So I'm not liking that for Ninja Panthers offense. For E-Town, Justin Jefferson's upside is going to be capped by Kirk in the rain. And, yeah, he'll probably put up steady numbers. He has, except for two weeks this year. Uh, But I wouldn't expect a a blowout game for him. Derrick Henry against Denver. Denver is still over the middle of the pack against the run, but if they stack the box because Tennessee's trotting out a quarterback that's not going to throw more than five completions in a game, why bother? Najee against New Orleans? I don't see it. And they already talked in Pittsburgh about splitting up some of his touches with Jalen Warren. So, and Kareem Hunt uh against Miami? Yeah, he could have a productive day. I don't see him getting more than the 10 projected points, but oh well. Oh boy. Coin flip for me. You know what? I'm going to give this one to Ninja Panthers. They're going to rebound. There you go. Ninja Panthers to win. <laughs> And our last game is going to be Rosterguard 99, currently ranked number four at six and three, taking on number 10, Lance Manlove pew, 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 at two and seven. Now, this one is rather difficult to give you some prognostication on because currently Rosterguard 99 is in their own little mini bye week. They got Joe Barron a bye. They got Joe Mixon a bye. They got garrett wilson on a bye they got mark andrews on a bye they've got (laughs) ty johnson on a bye they've got bj hill on a bye basically a third of their roster plays for either the jets or the Bengals, and they're both on a bye this week so i'm working this matchup without a starting quarterback or wide receiver for uh, and defensive lineman for roster guy ninety nine. So we're talking low ball forty ish points projected, give or take. So it's really hard to give a, a proper projection on this one. But let's walk through a few of these uh, for Lance man left. Tom Brady at Seattle or versus Seattle. They're gonna be home middle of the road terry mclaurin i like amari cooper against miami uh. Uh, Josh Jacobs against Indianapolis. Yes, I will take that at least through three quarters. Jonathan Taylor, if he is healthy, I will take. He did return to practice today as a limited participant, but the ankle issue has been flaring up all year. And if it is not fully healed, he will re-aggravate it. So if he's not Holyfield, F- field. <laughs> fully healed, he should not be playing. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he will have a big day. Not a number one, number two, number three worthy pick day, but he will have a big day. Beyond that, uh, there's not a whole lot I like on this offense. The defense has got some decent players on it. For roster guard 99, Devontae Adams, yes, give me all the Devontae Adams against the Colts, at least for the first quarter. Because... If they manage to put it up big, they can just lean on Josh Jacobs. Christian Kirk, yes, give me all of that. They're going to need to throw against Kansas City, and Kansas City is Swiss cheese. Give me Jamal Williams in Detroit against Chicago. I do not like Clyde edwards He has become what I have seen him be in Andy Reid's offense. The afterthought. If he doesn't get a touchdown this year outside of week four, he's practically not worth it. He got Four touches last week. (laughs) Four touches for five yards. And, well, four attempts for five yards. I believe he also got a catch or two. I don't like Clyde Edwards-Alaire this week. Friar he'll get some run. Uh, Tyler Algier, yeah, he's going to get some work. I can see this being competitive if Rostergard can plug in a, a quarterback with a decent floor and a wide receiver with a decent floor. According to his bench, there is no other quarterback. He can pick one up off the waivers or he can make a trade. But if he doesn't get some work done, he's going to drop this game to Lance Manlove. And we don't want Lance to win. So... <sighs> I can't pick this one without having a full roster in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's my predictions. I pick an awful waffles. I'm taking San Diego eight. I am taking uh, Johnny. Fuck it. I am taking Gridiron Mafia. I said Great, I'm off Mafia, right? I am taking Ninja Panthers, and I cannot pick uh, the final game because I don't have a full roster to look at. So I have no over and unders for you or betting lines for you this week, so check out NFFL swag on redbubble i believe that uh bizzle shared today on the ring there is currently a 40 percent 40 percent sale going on that uh you can get a good deal on some nffl swag and i'll see ya next week with bizzle here on Mike. i love you all. Oh. Oh. or something else more masculine
1: I want to know what the hell is going on!